You're now listening to episode 11 of the Social Introvert Podcast. Let's start the show. Hi, Georgie. What a nice boat. Do you want it back? Um, yes, please. You look like a nice boy. Do you want a balloon too, Georgie? I'm not supposed to take stuff from strangers. Oh, well, I'm Pennywise the Dancing Clown. Now we aren't strangers, are we? I should get going now. Without your boat? Take it. Hey, when you post it, only do you post it. When you post it, hey. Y'all nigga do it like you post it. Only pull a move when you post it. Never trust the sound, no, you're not supposed to. You goin' it, we're goin' post through, yeah. Y'all nigga do it like you post it. Only pull a move when you post it. Never trust the sound, no, you're not supposed to. Be goin' there, you all about to go post through, yeah. Y'all nigga doin' more than most of Knew I'd be the man back in no two. Keep your circle tight, watch out who you close to. These niggas fiendin' for the pie, they ghost you. <laughs> yeah, we see y'all, y'all niggas be on. I need a Grammy, yeah, I need like three on. Hold it down for the crown, that's what I stand for. You locals on me, we ain't homies, I'm your landlord. CF on the way, I feel the pressure. Time to boss. That's supposed to by Diamond Dozen off of his EP, Ghetto Olympics, is available now. Um, check it out, it's pretty dope. We're back again, episode 11 of the Social Introvert Podcast, and I have a special guest with me once again, like you've heard on episodes 6, 7, and 8, James Third. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's James Third. you know, glad to be back on the Social Introvert Podcast. But yeah, man, good to be back, so let's uh, let's get right to it. Let's uh, get these topics going. All right. First, you know what? We ain't going to talk about it yet. What was one of the topics that you wanted to talk about? Uh, something that I want to talk about today. Um, you know, I was uh, I've been listening to a lot of different music, and uh, I was going back, and I was thinking about uh, you know, like rap groups, and one of my uh, particular favorites was uh, Odd Future. But Odd Future had a lot of members, you know, that didn't get a lot of you know spotlight because you know you had Tyler Earl. Um, you know, their friends like Jasper, they get a lot of, you know, light. But, you know, my favorite, you know, member uh, of Odd Future was probably Mike G. So I wanted to uh, ask you, like, who who is your favorite rapper or artist from Odd Future that didn't get that much, you know? Haji Beats. Haji, yeah. No, he did, but it's now it's like, where where is he? Because he got the two EPs, the Untitles. Yeah. And then the... He did the Mellow High. Yeah, I messed with that. Like then he did the he did the Mellow Hype uh, joint with him and Left Brain, which was I can't think of the title, but it has that weird creature in the, on the top on the front of the cover. Mm, I know which one you're talking about. Though. And one of the songs in there is called Seven. That was my favorite song on that project, Seven. And then. Um, he dropped his debut in his debut uh, like Haji Beats, but I don't know. Something wasn't there with the debut. I didn't really care for it. 
Didn't really interest you like you thought it should have? No, because I thought if Damo Genesis' debut, Genesis was, to- was dope, and then Damo Genesis turned around and then dropped Red Corolla, which was even better. And I'm thinking Haji Beats is going to come with it, but Haji Beats never... I don't know. Um, can't think of the name. They had this weird ass cover to it. Fireplace. Yeah, it was called Fireplace. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. It has something. like a little monkey in the center. Yo, that that album's not that great. I didn't like that album. Period. And that's and that's me being because that was my favorite member from Our Future. And then Earl. And then Domo Genesis. But, um, I don't know. I, I just didn't like Haji Beats' debut album. His EPs and the mixtapes were freaking way better than the album. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? And it's still under the Odd Future imprint. Because I know prior to that, I don't know if it was just for publicity and they were just like, they're going to do something just to get some attention. But Haji had an issue with Tyler. Oh, really? There's some disagreement there? Yeah. But I, I don't know if I'm thinking that was just for publicity. That's that's what I think. <clears throat> I don't know. Odd Future never really did anything, uh, you know, like beefing between the group together. No, I mean, no, just Haji just had an issue with Tyler and then Earl. Earl was trying to his well, Earl made it be known. Earl was trying to separate himself from it completely. Mm-hmm. He was like, no, nah, fuck that. And let it be known. But that, I mean, other than that, I think one of the better acts that broke away from Our Future that was unexpected was Sid. Oh, yes, yes. Sid, Sid, the internet. Her and, uh, and Steve Lacey. Yeah. Nice. I, I like all their words. I know, matter of fact, um, prior to Our Future getting popular, what was that shit called? Uh with Matt Martian. Oh, the Jet Age of Tomorrow? Mm. Oh, yeah. They're... Yeah. Actually, they actually dropped a project today. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. It's called... I can't even think of the title. Is I it... know it dropped today. It's just like a full-length album or like mm-hmm. a okay. It is a full-length project. Sid's featured on it, too. And I think Steve Lacey should be up there. I'm pretty sure he's up there. I don't see why he wouldn't be. But, yeah. Matt Martian's... Uh, did a new Jet Age of Tomorrow project. I hadn't listened to it yet, but I'm pretty sure it's dope. I'm pretty sure it's dope. But uh, what's going on, everybody? Um, Sid Davis, I'm your host. Uh, if you want to follow me real quick, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at iSidDavis, I-S-I-D-D-A-V-I-S. If you want to send emails at all uh, pertain to anything music wise or movies or you know just a random question for advice i don't know you can email me at the social introvert podcast at gmail.com um so what do you think of danielle brigoli the the cash me the cash me outside girl rapping now matter of fact yeah she got a new single out called these hoes what you think man The rap game, it's it's for anybody these days. The rap game is for anybody, bro. <laughs> it's really an open market right now. Oh my god! 
it's like as serious as you want to take the rap game, it's like, is this a fucking joke? You heard the song. Well, yeah, you heard the yeah, song. I heard the song weeks ago, and I'm like, what the hell? It's really just... And it makes it what... This causes a problem. It makes it harder for anybody that's really taking this shit super serious. Mm. Makes it harder for them to break through. Because you got shit like that. Like, you got... What's her... Uh... Her rap name, Bad, Bad Baby, Bad the Baby. same, uh, same as her Instagram handle. Yeah. Like when you allow stuff like that to get a, a major major label deal, she got and signed to Atlantic Records, which that's not really a big thing. Atlantic Records signs anybody, yeah. anybody and her fucking grandmother. <laughs> She's like, fuck Atlantic Records. With uh, like her being signed, you know, you get people like her and and Lil Pump and Smoke Perp and them two need to go. Oh my god! I'd give Little Pump a fucking a Ryu Hatuken of a one clean ass dragon punch. Like just his whole persona and vibe, and I mean. He has the popular, not even popularity, but just he has such a his little fan base is just so heavy on him. Like it's gross. Hey, little pump fan base, you're trash, and your little your golden boy is trash. Just putting that out there. Little pump is trash. I don't care. Don't at me. Little pump is trash. Don't at me. That's at shut up dot james. At shut up. At uh, and if it's on Twitter at be quiet underscore james. Fuck Lil Pump. Fuck Lil Pump. <laughs> oh my god. Um. So you you you're not feeling these hoes by Bad Baby Danielle Bad Bricoli. Baby, man. I mean, it's cool she's doing her thing. At least she's not trying to fight nobody outside Doctor Phil's you know studio. But catch me outside. How, how about the cameras can come outside? But good for her. Good for her mama. Maybe they're doing better. With that, because of this new deal, but I'm not with it. I don't think people should waste their time. Okay. Um, did you earlier you had said Cardi B's album? Oh yes, Cardi B uh, dropped the album uh, a few days ago, maybe like four or five days ago. She dropped the album. I personally haven't listened to it. The yet. album dropped for real, for real. Yeah, it's a it's a uh, her first album. I think I think it's her debut. And um, I've only had a, a a few people talk to me about it. What did they say? Well, they're all female, so they were they were like, "Oh yeah, it gets me heated." You know, it gets to make them feel like they're little bad bitches or whatever. Oh god. So I guess it's good for the time being, but I'm pretty sure this album and her poor little tank tank, her little flame will, will burn out pretty soon. Like, I'm already like, I heard Bodak Yellow. A while ago, like before, it just took the hell off. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, it's cool, but it is an exact replica of Kodak Black Snow Flocking. Yeah. People are, well, Kodak Yellow is is way better. No, no, the fuck is not. I'm not even a fan of Kodak Black. No Flocking is better to me than. the, The name of the song, Bodak Yellow, like, it's literally Kodak inspired. Yeah. I just I'm like, uh, it's cool. 
and this is me. I like I, I've always liked Cardi B regardless, but it's I seem like I think like everybody now is just jumping on it. Clearly, it's a bandwagon, and I saw it clear as day, and I'm like, mm, it's a cool song. I thought Red Bars is was a better song than Bodak yeah, Yellow. Butter. There's another song she got, and it's some dude on there. You, I think you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I, I know what song you're talking about, but I just don't. Know I cannot the name think of, of the damn name. That song is harder than Bodak Yellow. She has a few tracks that are that are honestly. And better. then, and then the joint with her and Casanova was hard. So, well, yeah, but okay. now when I listen to Cardi B, I honestly just have one thought in my head: R.I.P. Nicki Minaj. She she on that little track, rack it up. That stupid radio little hit. Oh, uh, Yo Gotti song. Yeah, the Yo Gotti song. Truth be told, man. Um. Speaking of female artists, um, Rhapsody, I've been championing Rhapsody since 2010. Yeah. Her album, her debut album, Jamla Slash, because she signed to Rock Nation too. Jay-Z signed her. Yeah. Her album's dropping next Friday. Layla's Wisdom. Good for her. Good for her. And I cannot fucking wait. The snippet drop. And I ain't listened to the snippet. I said, I'm waiting until the album drop. So I'm waiting on Rhapsody. Um, people, uh, there's another rap artist that dropped a project called Wash and Set. I've never heard of her. Her name is LaKelly Lee. No, no. Lee, Lee Kelly. Lee Kelly. Lee Kelly 47. Kelly Kelly. No. I think it's like Lee Kelly 47. I think the song that dropped was called Second Fiddle. And then she dropped her project last week, which was called Wash and Set. And that shit is hard. That shit is super hard. I might play that later on the podcast. I don't know. But um, we're going to move on. What Did you have another topic? Man, something that I've been uh, anticipating about... Um... Not even anticipating positively, just like out of curiosity. You know, uh, if you didn't know, ASAP Rocky's coming out with his solo album this year, uh, uh, before the the year's up. I I honestly don't know how to feel about ASAP Rocky as a solo artist and his just his ability to make like a, a solid you know whole project. He has solid projects. Just this last one, which was what the Allah joint, the at long last ASAP. Yeah. I hated that fucking album. Besides the the M's joint with Wayne, which I'm not a fan of Wayne, but Lil Wayne, and it's just like the direction they've been going in with the with the ASAP Mob uh, cozy tapes. Yeah, Lil yeah. Wayne, Lil Wayne dropped the most godly verse I've ever heard. He that he's I'm ever spit on the M's joint. God, shout out to Wayne. Wayne Wayne do better, man. Get well soon. Get that, well. That verse is so godly, bro. I don't care. I'm not even a fan of Wayne, and I praise that verse. I need to call to five before he goes. I don't know. I, I mean, uh, well, yeah, I'm not a Wayne fan like that, but still, he needs to. I'm. I want him to drop a car to five. Fuck it. Yeah. But I just care. do it just for it. But um, what were you saying? I'm sorry. What were you saying? No, I just uh, the um, cozy tapes. Yeah, like the cozy tapes. Uh, two, volume one, volume two. Now, volume one's pretty nice. I, I'm. I like you know I, I've never really listened to Volume One like that in full. It and that's the thing; it's not really like a anything like you could listen to just like beginning to end, but it's just like 
I heard volume two, and I'm like, oh, I like volume this. two is alright. You don't like volume two? It it has some nice songs, but man, it's too cluttered though. It is. It is it's like every and, song is like a posse cut, which it, is is nothing wrong with posse cuts whatsoever. But and then I, like, I really like cozy tapes too. They really have a they have a few tracks on there that's that feels so uh, like Cardi heavy. Cause you know they got they got the yeah. young boy playboy, and just some of those songs I feel like they were just like little remixes of stuff that they couldn't put on his self titled album. But I, I mean I, I still mess with it though I like it. I don't like that Magnolia mixtape at all. Uh, it's just, like it's overhyped, super. But I love Magnolia. Cardi's kind of overhyped to me in general. I like him, but that Magnolia song slaps. And you know what? That song makes me smile. That song makes me very fucking happy. I don't know. That song makes me so fucking happy. I can't get tired of it, really. I don't care what nobody saw it. I don't care what nobody say. That song, to me, is one of the better contenders for Song of the Summer. I think, to me, it is a better contender than Bodak Yellow. Hmm. I'm just putting that out there. Facts. And that song came out way, 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 way before Bodak Yellow. Yeah, I'm just saying. That's my opinion. But Bodak Yellow's still cool. No shade. Mm. But, um... So, yeah. We just gonna get into it. So, we evacuated. Oh, oh. Lord. Jesus. Let me tell you about this evacuation process, and it pissed me off, and I'm mad that I even evacuated, period, because I could have stayed home. Didn't lose power. Um, Didn't get to see my grandmother, which that was strike two. And strike then strike three is what really set me off. Uh, my mom was dealing with a, um, a little debacle she had. With the hotel that we stayed at. And I know it was a the prime example of price gouging. Now, the situation was handled, got taken care of, she got her money back. But this was an example of price gouging. Like, they charged her car twice. And the whole entire time, my sister was by her side helping her to make sure she... See, I could have helped her, but it would have gotten to a point I would have went off. Because it took a little longer than it should. So this whole entire time with that, that was strike three, like I said. I stayed in my SUV. I stayed in my truck. I chilled. Because I said, if I get out of this fucking vehicle, I'm going to get locked up in jail. (laughs) I don't know how long. (laughs) I was going to get locked up in Greenville, North Carolina. So, yeah. I didn't get to go to D.C. I didn't get to see my grandmother in Portsmouth, Virginia. So... That alone in itself pissed me off. And then the fact that I didn't lose power in this evacuation really upset me because I lost out on some hours at my job. But I actually know I didn't lose out on my hours because my uh, human resource manager, shout out to her. I love her. Um, all those days that I was out, she still put time in for me as if I was there. Like I never left. So kudos to her. But yeah, um, the evacuation was pointless. Uh, the you can, traffic on the way back. Oh you can God. listen to episode ten. Oh, and you know what? Let's add another strike. Strike four. 
the goddamn traffic. Oh. I thought traffic was bad going to North Carolina. The traffic was freaking horrendous coming back home. Those last to, 30 minutes. To the freaking point where we had to take back roads. I'm not a fan of back roads. I'm not a fan of back roads whatsoever. But it irritated the living shit out of me because I lost service on my cell phone. So I'm sitting there just riding. I low-key got scared because driving through these back roads, I swear it was a scene out of fucking uh, Deliverance or like Wrong (laughs) Turn or some shit or like some little hick background type bullshit. I was scared. Legit scared. And I'm not trolling. I was scared. I'm like, yo, we break down. This look like some shit like on East Nine Highway and Jeepers Creepers. But... We got home. Oh, the last 30 minutes was, um, the last 30 minutes, I might have hurt somebody on the road. I really could have. But we're back home safe. Evacuating was pointless. Um, that is the title of episode 10, the previous episode. You can go back and listen to that. I was, I sounded a little chipper and excited that I was actually evacuating. But now that I know it was pointless... I'm calm. I'm cool. My birthday. Oh, strike five. I get, I didn't even celebrate my birthday like I wanted to, but I am happy to everyone that had told me happy birthday. Um, thank you, everyone. Um, it didn't go unnoticed, but we're going to move on from that because we're back home. Safe, sound, we're breathing. No floods. Um, people on the islands, they're struggling. I know Houston, Texas is still going through it. Florida as well. But we're going to move on. I don't worry. I, I can't touch on it because I'm going to get angrier. Um, Stephen King's It, 2017. We went to go see that while we evacuated, which was... I really didn't feel like seeing it that day. I wasn't in the mood because I was supposed to, get, supposed to go get my grandmother, but we didn't. But we ended up going seeing Stephen King's It. Uh, what did you think? It to me, uh, as a whole overall movie, I did enjoy it. Uh, you know, and it's, you know, people get scared. Like, you know, after, if you see it and somebody else hasn't seen it, they're like, oh, is it scary? Like, oh, like, it's really not supposed to be scary. It's more of I a. keep telling people that. It's more of a thriller, uh, you know, like spooky, uh, you know, Stephen King type shit. Yeah. And, um,. But in that aspect, it's a really good movie, good plot, um, and it's worth the watch. And, um, you know, you know, before I get into that, before I get into what I think about the film, um, there's an artist that has been consistently um, putting out good shit. He's been touring lately. Uh, his name is Smino. He dropped a project earlier this year called Black Swan. And I thought that was epic. Um, anyway, he's kind of been low key lately. I don't know. I'm pretty sure he's going to drop something before the year's over with. But um, here's the title song, Black Swan, off of his project with the same title, Black Swan. So enjoy. Thank you. 
Boom, 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 smee no shame on them. no Fusco, Shabim on them. Oh, they hate it when you smile now. They lactose tolerant, I cheese on them. Smee no compadre, speak up. Me no speak, no English. Country, country, my lingo. Smell that smoke, that shit linger. Smee no degrees, you on these hoes. That the wine bumper cars in the beam up. Bumpers ain't no space. Fuck you, thought I don't team up. Stick with my familia, ooh. We go bad at your bulls and white beaters. Back in the space when they tried to delete us. We blue G's and stay cheater. And I'm just sitting here thinking about all of the money that I can be getting right now. Wasting my time with you. Doing I told you I only got time for these bitches I can't. Again, that's Black Swan by Smino off of the project, the self-titled project, well, it's not self-titled, <laughs> my bad, same title as the song Black Swan, available now, you can get it anywhere, Datpiff, SoundCloud, I believe it's on Spotify as well, and Apple Music, um, so, yeah, we went to go see it, and, um, like, I read this book at least six, seven times already, growing up, and this creepy as shit, like, I remember I first read the book, um, I couldn't get past page 15, because that's how creepy it was to me, and I think I was, I think I was in fifth grade at the time, no, no, I wasn't in fifth grade, excuse me, I was in second grade, and, um, by the time fifth grade came around is when I completed the book, all those years I couldn't finish that book, because it was just, it was odd as hell, but, um, it was great, literally, yeah. no pun intended. Um, <clears throat> shout out to Bill Skarsgård, who played Pennywise the Clown. I thought that was amazing. Um, the kid who played Georgie, side note about Georgie, I don't like, even though the 90s version was super tritted at Ash, um, I can never get over seeing Georgie die. I don't like that. I love Georgie. Because he's so innocent. He's, all right, I'll be back, Billy, and blah, blah, blah. You know, he's running down the street after the boat, and then he's like, damn, I lost my boat. And then he meets the fucking clown. And you you know what happens if you're familiar with what happens to Georgie. Um, it almost reminds me of Mufasa dying in Lion King. It's traumatizing. Yeah, you never get over it. <laughs> anyway, um, <clears throat> a lot of people that... You know, that are upset and like, I can't believe this is being remade. It, it wasn't a remake. Uh, the 90s version was a TV miniseries that was terrible. So we're not going to keep on touching on that because it was fucking horrible. But this movie was pretty freaking dope. Um, wasn't a whole lot of character development, really. I, I, I don't know. Well, the movie's like two hours and 15 minutes, I think. But it wasn't too much character development. They did touch on um, Billy's character. Um, a little bit of... No, no, no. The main character I think they focused on was the girl. They focused on her it a lot. a lot about her. Yeah, it was almost... Yeah, because she was actually the strongest character. She, was, she wasn't afraid of anything, really. But... Um, <clears throat> It was just an all-around great movie. Now, a lot of horror movies... Well, it's not a horror movie. And most people that are trying to go into this movie with the intentions of being scared, that's not what this is about. I mean, I don't know why people go... They, that's why I think they should read books. Anytime a movie is based on a book, please read the book. 
this movie has no intentions of scaring you at all. It's just a, a coming of age story about a bunch of kids dealing with personal fears. Yeah. It just so happens that Stephen King threw a horror element in it with a, a fucking clown. Just to scare us. <clears throat> and basically, um, I don't know. I, I, I can't wait for chapter two. And that's when they hit adulthood 27 years later. And people say, well, what's the point of, you know, the clown coming back, terrorizing them as adults? Because honestly, if you read the book, adults can't really see this clown. It's only kids because the clown has this theory like kids are the easiest to manipulate. So he attacks them. The adults can't see shit. Um, But the reason why he attacks them as well as adults is because he can't believe that they got the upper hand on him the yeah. first time. Or like when I say they beat the hell out of this clown and just came together and teamed up, they really teamed up and beat the hell out of this clown to the point where he just couldn't believe it. He was like, what? The? And to the, he tried to separate them at one point. He couldn't do it. So with that being said, that's why he comes back 27 years later to terrorize them as adults. Cause it's just like, no, I'm going to get these <laughs> motherfuckers no matter what. And a lot of people say, well, that are familiar with the story. And they're like, well, the, when they hit adulthood, it gets a little boring. And I'm like, well, just because they don't really touch on their fears is what happens. You know, the adulthood, um, well, yeah, what happens in adulthood is they're kind of, they're still trying to deal with their fears. It's not so much of the clown trying to scare them. It's them personally dealing with it still because they never got they never got over it. Um, Spoiler alert for those that don't know the story. Two characters out of the Losers Club will die eventually. Um, I'm not going to tell people. (laughs) I'm not going to tell you which two characters die. Um. But yeah, this this movie didn't have a whole lot of character development for but for what it was, the interaction between the kids was freaking hilarious. Uh what was the um, what was the two kids' names, man? Um The kid with the glasses and then the shorter one, the one that ended up breaking his arm. And his mom had to come and get him. Dog, them two Those two. Those two are fucking hilarious. Um Especially towards the ending with the kid with the glasses. Yeah. <laughs> and then, because he was trying, there was a part in there where he was trying to separate Billy from the rest of the kids. And he was just like, you punch me in the face, you made me walk through shitty water, and you, you bring me into a crackhead's house, I'm going to have to kill this fucking clown. <laughs> and the clown got pissed off. That was tight to me. That was that was probably one of the best parts in there. Um Sidebar, not a lot of horror movies scare me like that. But I'll tell you one part that did creep me out. It's uh, the, the chubby little kid. He's in the library. Oh, yeah. And he goes into the little room that was closed off to the rest of the library. Mm-hmm. And that, yeah, that headless motherfucker came towards him and started. I didn't, I didn't expect him to charge at him like that. Yeah. And the boy was running. He says, hey, fat boy. And then you see the clown appear real close. I said, yo, what the fuck? That's the part that got me. I said, man, fuck this shit. Yeah, that I was, was real creepy. I was like, hell no. Nah. <laughs> I was about to get up and walk out. <laughs> that was the part that got me. 
Um, no, I, I think the part that got me probably the creepiest part is uh when they're all in the in the shed and they're looking through the film and uh that yeah and they and they see the picture of Pennywise and it just gets stuck. It and kept then, flickering on and off and, and then, then yeah like and when it come back on it's like this three D just real life. Pennywise and he's just huge. It took a minute and then he just sticks his head out and ugly ass looking teeth. Yeah, and he's like just shaking, trying to scare the little kids. That part, and then I didn't expect them to put this in the movie, but in the book they talk about the house on Kneebolt Street, which was the burnt house. Where I think is the kid's name Kevin. He's by himself and he dropped his medication. Yeah. And the leper came at him, and the leper chased yeah, he him. Dropped, yeah, he dropped like his his anxiety medicine. And he dropped. Yeah, yeah, he fell. He turned around. You see Pennywise standing with the balloons, like in a triangular yeah, form. Yeah, it's like in a pyramid. That shit was kind of tight. I ain't gonna lie, that shit was dope, but creepy. But when they all went into the house together, and he separated them one by one, that shit was creepy too. I was like, damn. Every time they were trying to catch up, he would close one door off. I was like, shit. That was creepy as hell. Um, but overall, if anybody wanted to know or if anybody was curious about this movie or anything Stephen King related, it does have a connection. Stephen King does have a universe. Um, if you're familiar with the Dark Tower series, read the Dark Tower series. It has a lot to do with what's taking place in other books like It, um, Mr. Mercedes, uh, Silver Bullet. And if anybody, I don't know if anybody notices, I don't know, I kind of analyze it. I'm way too analytical for shit. Um, if anybody's familiar with the, the movie or the book Stand By Me, look at the correlation between Stand By Me and then look at It. They kind of go hand in hand with each other. And I was like, oh, shit. I don't know. I took notice of that like a, a not too long ago, but I thought it was cool how they go both hand in hand. But all, you know, I, you know, I encourage anybody. You can be terrified of clowns. I'm not scared of clowns. I actually like clowns. Go see the movie, man. This movie was tight. It's really tight. And I really like the costume design of the clown. And I think I know what I want to be for Halloween. If I can get that much stuff together to dress up as a clown. But I, I really don't want to get my ass whooped on Halloween. Alright, you scared the wrong person. Yeah, I scared the wrong person. I'm I'm somebody catching the fade on me. <laughs> I'm really getting the fade. Oh, that's a chin straight. So I'm in a crossroads of either dressing up. See, I'm I'm chubby right now. I gotta lose weight and um get the six pack or eight pack going because for the longest time I've been trying to be Bane for Halloween from the Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> I'm trying to get right, cuz. But yeah, um, that's what I did for my birthday weekend. That was one of the bigger highlights. Um, Stephen King's It, I give it mm, eight and a half out of ten. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I was thinking like 8.4 out of 10. Yeah. Like, it wasn't a whole lot of character development, but the character development will come in when they're adults because it touches on more about who they are as individuals. Yeah. Um, 
And notice that I said two of these characters from the Losers Club will die eventually. So that just makes more room for more character development. Um, but yeah, um, the movie was tight, man. It's not much I, I can say. Uh, the, movie, the story itself is very deep-rooted. Because if I go into detail what the story is about, people are like, what the fuck is he talking about? A lot of people just see this as a killer clown terrorizing little kids. Um, there's much more to that. It's not what makes the clown isn't what makes the story scary is what's underneath the clown. And that's all I'm going to say. Uh, dope movie. Check it out. Eight and a half out of 10 for me. Uh, you said what? What's your rating? What'd you give it? I think it was about 8.4 out of 10. 8.4 out of 10. Yeah. Okay. okay. I, I messed with it though. It's worth, it's worth a couple watches. Yeah. Um, Man, something I got to get off my chest real quick. Man, fuck my school. Why? Okay, so every year we have to renew our parking passes. And our parking passes are 25 bucks for the, for the school year. But then, you know, we got a lot of campus ground. So a lot of us like to park on uh, on the side of the park across the street from the school. Where it's, it's off school ground, so we don't need a pass. And we're allowed to park there. But they were trying to tell us this year, like... No, you need to get a parking pass or we're going to, you know, start searching your cars for uh, anything suspicious since you're not supposed to be over there. <laughs> and so, man, we were just like, niggas bluffing. Like, they're not going to do nothing. Like, let's just keep parking over there. This weekend, I go up to the school, uh, the park where we normally park. They done made it a tow-away zone from, like, from 7 a.m. to 4 p.m. So you just can't park there or, you, or you're going to get reported. This is why I hate downtown Savannah. Y'all are some hoes. There's every fucking hoes. corner or every side of the block, I don't care where you park, I swear it is a tow-away zone. I despise y'all for that. Anyway, real quick, I got something to ask you Um, both after this little intermission break, which had me fucking crying last night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, Real quick, uh, Sid the Kid... Uh, just known as Sid now from Odd Future, she dropped her debut album <clears throat> this earlier this year called Finn. Solid project, I love it so much. Um, but she dropped a new EP last week called Always Never Home. Just three tracks, eleven minutes. I, I want to say it's only eleven yeah, minutes, minutes, but that thing goes, and it's amazing. Um. She has a song on there called Moving Mountains. Check it out. It's pretty dope.
Again, that's Moving Mountains by Sid off of the new project EP, Always Never Home. It's available now. Uh, that thing goes, bruh. She, truth be told, she should have waited and released one of them as like a single leading up to her sophomore album. But, you know, I take it. I'm bumping it. Uh, anyway, James. Yeah, what's up? All right. I didn't mean to keep you up last night that long <laughs> off of your snaps. But boy, did I laugh for like an hour freaking straight at the snap. But what did that shit say? I think I got it saved. Um, You said, I don't know what you were mad at, but you said, what'd you say? I said, uh, I got to figure it right here. I was like, I went on my snap, man. I had some stuff I had to get off my chest. So I went on my snap and I just told everybody who viewed it. I was like, suck my meat while I'm on sauce. Wait, what, what? I told them, they was like. He was like, you can suck my meat while I'm on soft. <laughs> I was like, this ain't for everybody, but some of y'all are really pissing me off. No. All right, y'all. I read that damn post, that little caption on Snapchat. This fool, you can suck my meat while I'm on soft. And <laughs> as random as it is and as simple, it's just the reaction because I'm not used to him saying anything like that. <laughs> so I could tell he was pissed off and mad about something. But he had this random picture of this white dude. <laughs> <laughs> Posing. Like, it was, it was a little smooth-ass pose the white boy had, too. But at the time, it said, you can suck my meat while I'm on soft. And not about cried laughing for an hour straight. I have, You know, I laugh at some dumb shit. And I laugh pretty hard at it. And I'll keep laughing. That been about the hardest I laugh in a long freaking time. What were you so mad about? Okay, so you know I'm not I'm not no name caller, but basically, you know why I was so mad is just basically behind this theory that you know me and uh me and you were coming up with ladies, <laughs> females. Y'all know the type of dude y'all dealing with before y'all even. Deal with it. Ooh, ooh, like fam. Y'all try to, y'all really try to cover it up and act like you know, like you just don't know how to play this game of you know relationships and talking. Oh my god! But y'all really know what's going on at all times. Y'all just choose to play this this little dumb card, and it, it's just annoying. Dog, keep going. But yeah, it just got me heated just because um I got into this car uh this conversation about um not being loyal or whatever because apparently uh this girl who wants to talk to me you know but there's not really anything established but she wants to get mad at me because <laughs> her one of her fake little homegirls is gonna tell her i was trying to mess with her and i'm and i'm like okay the girl don't even like you and uh she's telling you that i'm trying to mess with her uh I'm not even trying to talk to nobody, so don't come at me like that. And she had her her friends texting me at like one, two in the morning, like, "What's your problem? Like, are you freaking serious?" So I was just like, "Who are y'all? Like, don't come at me coming to my face with all these accusations." Um, <laughs> like, like I actually just committed a, a grade A crime. 
But I already told you from the jump, like, I'm not trying to get into anything with anybody, so don't come at me like, you know, I'm I'm out here cheating. Like, you don't, we ain't even in a relationship. Chill. <laughs> okay. I said the same thing similar to this. Uh, real quick, guys, there's a, a single by uh, this artist named Sob Story. Brand new artist. Uh, his single called Vibe dropped couple months ago, he removed it off of Spotify. And I'm like, well, what the hell? Um, he put it back up on Spotify and added this amazing visual um, called Vibe. It's a little, oops, I guess a short film, if you will. Um, sidebar with that, we need to bring video vixens and music videos back. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. Because the chick in this video was just fam. Uh, anyway, this is Vibe by Sob Story. Check it out. It is freaking dope. That I was God given, working so hard, I deserve a ribbon and a lifestyle match with all the fixes. A couple bad video vixens, yeah. And they say I'm getting ahead of myself. That's just what happens when niggas keep it all the way, really go and get it themselves. I'll be the one you could call on. I'll be on shoulder to fall on. For good or for bad, for rich or for broke, when I got it all over and it's all gone, girl. You stuck right by my side. You always down to ride. You know you got that vibe. You know you got that. Again, that's Vibe by Sob Story. Um, check it out. It's on Spotify, Apple Music. Um, and uh, the video, the music video, of course, YouTube. He has a project out there called Lucid. Um, pretty dope. Uh, but it's a complete different style from this one. He's he's doing a little bit more rapping on that project. But this one is this one's completely different. Um, again, Vibe. V-Y-B-E. Um, man. And the view, I think the views on YouTube is only like 4,500. So I'm like, because when I heard the song, I'm like, and you see the visuals, you're like, fam. This the kid should get a lot more attention. For so, but yeah, the, the video, um, at the beginning, there's a billboard of Donald Trump. And on each side, um, it's Nazi signs. A lot of people think it's fake. That is a real billboard. 
That is a complete real billboard. It exists. Um, but the video takes place, I, I believe it's in L.A., and it's uh, a bank heist, and him and the girl are wearing Donald Trump masks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, it's pretty fucking dope. But they're on the run, some Bonnie and Clyde shit, kind of like, I don't know. It's just a dope visual, man, and it's a great song to go with it. Check it out, man. Um, so, yeah. Your little so, rant that yeah, you so had. Yeah, back to that topic about, you Yeah, know. go ahead, please, please. But, yeah, man, women, they just know. Like, they know when, uh, like, what they're dealing with all the time. Just, like, how how guys know, like. And that's, a th- that's another thing. You know, you know, females, they always talk about how, how uh, you know, just men ain't shit. And, and how we always, uh, you know, always trying to play women. Women know exactly what's going on too in every relationship in every scenario, but they try to play victim and and that's just basically what was going on and that's why I ran it on my story like that. Alright. Okay. Because I said this I said this days ago. I said women know. I said women are extremely smart. Women are not stupid. You know, you got your few retards here and there and just like <laughs> men too. Women are clairvoyants. They're most of them aren't that naive. I say that to say this: women know what type of dude they're dealing with before they even deal with them. But with that being said, even though they know about the bullshit or that he ain't really shit, they still engage into it. In the end. Niggas ain't shit. Oh, fuck them. Mother- and then still end up taking them back after ranting however fucking long on social media. Oh, niggas ain't shit. Blah, 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 blah. I need me a dude like that. You know, you know, that whole little uh, rigmarole, whatever. And they end up taking them back like a dummy. You, you see what Man, I'm saying? Women just love clown ass niggas. I mean, hey, they, they can go see it. That just came out this past weekend, man. It's a perfect fit. That's why they that's why they wanted to go see it so bad. But I kept saying that. And and then on, on top of that. Um But that's that that was my theory on on the whole thing, man. Um But it's really true though. Just women actually just know what's going on, like when they start to encounter a guy. And and that's what makes me mad about some girls who who they know what they're about to get into or or when everyone tells them about how like a guy they're dating is actually like pretty crummy, and they know who that guy is but they just still choose to date him or uh, or just be with a guy and it's and she just knows that like it's not good or it's not gonna be good in the long run, but then they want to be upset and act like oh like why is he why is he doing this to me like. Um, I try to be so nice to him. I'm like, you're dating an idiot. You knew you were dating an idiot. So why are you trying to act like this is brand new? Like, I I, I don't understand it at all. I really don't. Because I'm like, okay, you... Basically, just what you're saying. They know who they're dealing with before they deal with them. So how am I supposed to feel sorry How's anyone supposed to feel sorry for you? We out here exposing women. I'm tired of the games that they play. I'm calling them out on the on the bullshit. That's just that's just me. That's facts. 
but the thing, and but I said that days ago. I said women know who they're dealing with before they, they know what type of dude they dealing with before they deal with them, but still engage into their dumb shit. Knock it the fuck off, and you sitting here on social media. Oh my god, the only time just dumbass meme after meme. I know I post memes, but most of it I'm, I'm a meme lord. I I troll all day. That's what I'm doing it for. Yeah. So. But, so, okay, when you said that post last night that had me crying fucking laughing, and what'd you say again? You said, suck my meat while I'm on soft. Yeah, you can suck my meat while I'm soft. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. All right, hold on, because I'm trying not to laugh. Okay, okay. Alright. So that's what that post was about? Yeah, just basically... If that's how I had to sum it up, it was basically about that. Jesus Christ, you gotta chill. That was foul. <laughs> I be thinking shit like that all the time. I just I just never say it, but that, that moment in time, I was just like, Damn. I have to say it. I said, suck my meat while I'm on soft. I said, shit. Cause people are just making it hard to just to care anymore. Like, I just don't care. Oh yeah, that's bro. that's my emotion now. Like it's, I don't give a fuck. I really don't. Like I, I'm going to say some foul shit to you. I don't care. And people, oh my god, nah, 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 nah. why are you doing? Why are you treating me like that? And I'm like, no, cause you you're fucking retarded. <laughs> that's why you're just dumb. You're an idiot. I can't be fucking with idiots right now. Jesus Christ. But I said this, man. Like, females be like, oh, I need a guy that does this. First of all, you just posting memes. Nobody's buying into your shit. Matter of fact, and this is to the ones that always say, like, oh, I'm crazy. I'm crazy. You don't know me. I'm crazy. Go seek a fucking therapist. Seek therapy. I'm not the biggest fan of a therapist, but there comes a point in time where seeking a therapist might be the best help. It might just save your life. Might just save you. And and some oh I'm crazy and uh and these are like females with like two or three profiles and shit and like <laughs> six uh different cell phones and a dude that ends up blocking them or a dude that ends up playing them. They'll have a specific profile set on so like, on another phone that they're gonna still stalk the shit out of this yeah. dude's profile. You know what type of dude that you was dealing with. Before you dealt with him. Why are you whining? Why are y'all, why are y'all complaining? So why are you complaining? And then you talking about, oh, I need a nice guy. But when the nice guy, when, when, um, when, 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 when motherfucking Clark can't come and, and when it like, see, I'm so, I don't know. I, you know, it's corny to me for using Clark Kent, but still, like, you know, just the type of dudes low key. Yeah. That come towards you. Oh, no, this, he he lame, he corny, he whack. What is that? Come on, man. Trid-did-did-dash. You were tridash. (laughs) Garbage. Garbage. Jesus Christ. Like, I, now I understand. I thought you were talking about, like, um, I thought you were talking about, like, 
some dude had said some dumb shit to you. So you was like, oh, <laughs> suck my meat while I'm on the salt. <laughs> and that's what made me laugh real hard because I'm like, God damn, that's disrespectful. That is, that's one of the most disrespectful you could, uh, things you could say to somebody. So, I, 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 just, know wish everyone, I just wish everyone could experience the, the story and just like in its natural state because as you were describing earlier, when you actually just look at it, and at first you just see like the picture of this random white boy, and then you read the caption. I got to, man, bro. It's just the so... ran, the caption. See, I seen it the first time. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> the first time I saw it, see, I laughed, and I was like, "Oh, you was like, what you laugh at, or what's funny?" Yeah. I didn't say no. I said something else. All I saw was like your face or something in the mirror. And then the caption was at the top, right? Yeah. Fam, I laid down, and I'm trying to watch The Office. All I did was view your snap, and this is random-ass white boy. <laughs> I don't know who the fuck And the white boy just looked wavy the, as shit. Well, dude, the white dude looked wavy as fuck, though. Like, the pole, like his apparel, the threads he was wearing, he was looking fly as shit. At the top caption, it says, suck my meat while I'm on salt. And then I'm looking down at the white dude, and I'm repeatedly reading the caption, and I laugh even harder. And for the next hour, I'm just sitting there crying, like, okay, I'm cool, I'm cool. And I'm trying to pay attention. I laugh myself to sleep, technically, because I took a NyQuil. (laughs) So at the same time, I'm like daisy as hell. I'm just wavy, man. And then I I had the sleepy time tea at the same time. Off yeah. the NyQuil, so I'm just sitting there like like I'm drunk or something, crying, laughing. I laugh myself to sleep, literally. What? When I, man. Oh, my God. Not too many things, there's, you know, that make me laugh real hard. Yeah. But when something makes me laugh extremely hard, it's not, you know, I can't tell you when I'm going to stop laughing at it. Because <laughs> it's going to be some days or maybe a week or two, and I'm still laughing about this shit. Cause the shit is just that. I don't even get the trick from my pops. Oh, <laughs> cause he loves at some stupid shit. <laughs> he be laughing at stupid shit too. So, uh, you know, um, it's not to say when I, I can't tell you when I, I stop. When I when I do stop laughing at shit, yeah, I like, can't tell you when. You was laughing for a good minute. I was like, I don't even know how. I think it was longer than an hour. <laughs> yeah. That's probably the last thing I remember you doing is laughing. I, I probably went to sleep. Dog, I laughed so damn hard to the point I was just crying. And I started slobbering. <laughs> Shit. Don't, bro, when it's got to be something real stupid for me to laugh that hard and then slobber. Or then I'm just laying there. And it was, see, what made it better is that I'm just laying down. Because yeah. it gets to a point where I laugh real hard. I'm just laying down. I'm just sitting there and just laugh. But, um, anyway, <laughs> you can suck my meat while I'm on salt. That's so fucking ignorant, bro. <laughs> uh, Real quick, guys, um, there's another project out there called, um, I believe it's Debotched, um, by an artist named Ampha Rose and a producer named Dopamine. They're both from Sydney, Australia. 
pretty dope. I discovered them on YouTube. Um, R&B artists. Well, the singers and for Rose. And, uh, man. I, shit, I think the the song is called On Top, but the sample, I think, uh, they sample Brandy or something like that, I believe. Um, so check this out. It's called On Top by Anfa Rose and Dopamine. Check it out. Again, that's On Top by Rose and Dopamine off of the project Debauched. Um, couldn't really find it nowhere except on datpiff.com. Please check it out. Um, dope R&B artist. Uh, yeah, I like it. I don't know what it is with uh, this new wave or trend with the male and female R&B acts, uh, but keep it up because I'm liking it. And you're talking, not well, not talking, but you're listening to somebody who just didn't give two shits about R&B back in the day growing up because that shit was too slow for me and it was corny. I wasn't trying to hear all that uh, slow shit back then. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I love the new trend, man. It's it's flame. Um, so <clears throat> you came up with a uh, different topic this time around that's not... Well, you could say it's hip-hop related because a lot of hip-hop artists are low-key geeks, nerds. Yeah. So, what what was this topic? You know, I just wanted to take it back to some uh, good old, you know, throwback cartoons and just talk about, like, kind of just, like, all-time you know, throwback cartoons and uh, just comparing a couple. Like, I know one thing I think about, if you could only have one of these just... Uh, only one of these shows and the other one just never happened between Doug and Hey Arnold. Doug and Hey Arnold? Yeah. Which one? Yeah. You only get one, Doug or Hey Arnold. <sighs> Doug or Hey Arnold? Yeah. Oh my fucking gosh. Um. Doug was a classic. Right? Doug is classic as... Fuck. Skeeter. <laughs> that was the dude too in Pork Chop. And but you know, I like Judy. 
the most. Judy, Judy was dope as fuck. Hey Arnold or Doug? I'm gonna go with Doug. Uh, you gotta go with Doug. Fuck, man. Hey Arnold, bro. Hey Arnold taught so many lessons, though. Low key. And the artist who's responsible for for drawing the backdrop of New York City that looked exactly like New York City. Oh, wow. Where he grew. Like, the exact. I, bro. That's why Hey Arnold gets so much praise from a lot of people, even people who weren't necessarily familiar. They were like, yo, the backdrop of New York looks exactly like New York. Hmm. So, um, I'm going to go, I'm rolling with Doug. I'm really rolling with Doug. Okay. And, um, and, and Rogers bitch ass, even though, I, sidebar about Doug in the later episodes and they got to high school. Yeah. Didn't Roger won the lottery, right? And became rich and shit. Mm-hmm. I didn't like that. Because him and Roger got cool with each other or some shit like that. I didn't like that. That shit was whack. Yeah. If anybody All who right. should have won the lottery, it should have been Skeeter. That would have been terrible. It, sh- it should have been Skeeter to win that lottery. But but yeah, what were we saying now? Uh, some some other ones. Uh, I had a Ren and Stimpy or uh, Rugrats. Rugrats. Ren and, Ren and Stimpy was too damn much for me, man. Ren and Stimpy had me dying. It'd be like, I'm watching some of them episodes now, and I'm like, my mom let me watch this bullshit. I mean, it had some real creepy-ass moments. Some raunchy-ass like, shit yeah. in Ren and Stimpy. I'm like, fam, this is too much. I don't know, man. I was really some Nick at Night low-key cartoon. And they had it on Nick at Night at one point. It was like a real, real short run. Uh, Ren and Stimpy was on Nick at Night. Yeah. Um. What was I gonna say? But I'm rolling with uh. What you say? Ren and Stimpy and Rugrats. I'm rolling Rugrats all day. Ed and Eddie or Kim Possible. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> the later Kim Possible or the early no, Kim Possible? No, early Kim Possible. Okay, I'm taking early Kim Possible all day before I'm taking that. Ed and Eddie. Okay. I like Ed and Eddie last season. Oh, when they had the, the movie as the finale, when they were like all in school? Well, not the movie, but the last episode that they had before they did the movie. Oh, okay. I forgot what happened to Double D. Something happened with Double D in the cafeteria. At school? Yeah, that yeah. shit was hilarious. Jesus, that shit was hilarious. Um, I'll take early Kim Possible. Because after, was it after the first season of Kim Possible? Was it after the first season? Yo, mm-hmm. after the first season of Kim Possible, the rest of them episodes were dash trash. Now, I think my favorite episode from Kim Possible is where Ron was a... Where he had to fight like this swamp monster. The 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 summer camp. That yeah, was my favorite summer, episode yeah. too. And that was he he went against him twice, but the first time around, when they went when they were on their way to the summer camp, and he found out what camp he was going to, he got scared, mm-hmm. and the memories came back. That yeah, that was my favorite episode too. 
what was his name? Gil? Gil. Yeah, hell yeah. That was my favorite episode of Kim Possible. After that first season, man, I was like, this shit is garbage. <laughs> I ain't even watched the rest of them, man. I've never even seen the movie. I ain't seen none of that shit. Nah, you keep that. You keep all that? Keep them. I got yeah. one before you. Before you think another one. Okay. Before you think of another one. Um... Think about gargoyles or Ooh. gargoyles or uh goof troop gargoyles. I said, uh, mm. I I have to pick gargoyles just because it had such a short run. They oh they no, sh- gargoyles ran for a little while, yeah. I mean, like, but, well, but when, se- they, when they took it off, they just was it took four it off. seasons, yeah. It ran four seasons because, bruh. I tell you, man, growing up, every morning, and this is when I was in kindergarten, I vividly remember this. Clear as it, I'd wake up, mom would make, I'd like, yo, mom, make some cheese eggs. I need some cheese eggs. She'd make the eggs. And gargoyles would come on. I forgot what time I had to be to school, but I want to say around the hour of seven to eight or something. And without failure, gargoyles would come on. <laughs> and me and her would sit there and watch it. Sometimes it'd be to the point where I was I'm slightly late to school because it would run back to back. Mm-hmm. And we watched both episodes. We watched a full hour of gargoyles. Then she'd take me to school. Then to the point where I would eat cheese eggs in the morning, I would make her stop and get me a egg and cheese croissant from Burger King. I was a fat ass. But... <laughs> Other than that, bro. No, another one I had in mind was rotation for me every morning. School. Another one I had in mind. Uh, yeah, I just had, it was a Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends or SpongeBob. Ooh, bro, Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends was that flame. <laughs> Foster's uh, Home for Imaginary Friends was. Hard. I don't care nobody say I love that show. Um, damn, cause that show was so short. It had such a short run. That one, yeah, for real. SpongeBob was canceled in 2014, and they bought it back. Now it's to the point I'm like y'all, y'all need to stop SpongeBob for real, cause it's not funny anymore. It's really not. Uh, the first three seasons, four seasons of SpongeBob, I could stretch it to five. Hilarious. SpongeBob, bro. When is true you know what? Truth be told, flat out, the first three seasons of SpongeBob were hilarious. Period. I don't think there was a bad episode in like the first three First three seasons, there was not a bad episode of SpongeBob. Especially uh, I wanna say it's in within the first three seasons. The episode where him and Sandy kept doing that karate chopping shit to the <laughs> point where she got him fired. Yeah, and he ran so around upset. crying, dog. Oh, that no, that actually that episode went hard as fuck. Cause I remember just when I would see it on TV in the very beginning when they're just like chopping each other up. I used to be like, oh Jesus, this is actually pretty scary. Nah, and then the episode where um they were working the graveyard shift, and Squidward told him that damn story about the hashling slasher. Yes, yes. And Squidward had jumped and scared him. And SpongeBob was 
he did that little screaming sound effect for like a minute straight. His <laughs> eyebrows are shaking. That shit had me dying too, man. That was another funny moment. And then the other, it was another episode. Yes, the the curse word behind the dumpster oh that him God. and Patrick discovered. And the entire time, they kept having these little C sound effects to yeah. cover up the curse word. The little dolphin, dolphin, dolphin noises. That shit, boy, that shit was funny as hell. That, that, what was it called? What was the episode called? Um, Sailor Mouth. Sailor Bro, Mouth. I, that's not my favorite episode, but that is, to me, in my top. And it is, hands down, one of the funniest episodes. Yeah. I was like, dog, are they really airing this shit on Nickelodeon? He's like, hey, Squidward, how the fuck are you? How the And then had the little... <laughs> I can't do the little sea or what was it, seahorse noise or yeah, I don't know what sound effect it was, but you knew what he said, and that sound effect was in there. I said, "Fam, I, I done, boy, I fell out." That shit was too fucking funny to me. Jesus. Um, real quick, um, another female R and B artist by the name of I Am DDB. Um, I just bumped into her. Don't know where she's from. Um, but she has this hip-hop ambient sound, hip-hop R&B and ambient sound, kind of similar to what, if you've heard Frank Ocean's Blonde album, not Blonde, but uh, Endless, because Endless had the ambient sounds. Um, It's a mixture of that sound, and if you're familiar with artists like M.I.A. or Santee Gold, it's is of that mixture. I can't really put my finger on it. I I really like the project. It's called Vibe Volume 2. Um, it dropped this year, uh, but I want to say about two weeks ago, she recently dropped a project called Hood Rich Volume 3. Um, Hood Rich is actually pretty dope too, but I've been, I've been heavily listening to Vibe Volume 2. She has a song in there called Doobies, and... I actually want to smoke a doobie right now. I'm just playing. <laughs> just joking. Uh, check it out. Again, that's Doobies by IMDDB off of the Project Vibe Volume 2. Um, check it out. Uh, I really like her sound. I love her voice. But yeah, check it out, man. Pretty dope EP. Um, 
what was this other topic that you was this one last topic that you the uh, the new NBA Nike jerseys uh, were just unveiled Yikes. Uh, a couple a couple of day, uh, yesterday actually, and um, I don't know what the big hype was. They really just y'all didn't do nothing innovative. They really just put uh, endorsements on the jerseys and fucking endorsements. Fuck. They they retouched the coloring a little bit on. I didn't do, bro. When they did that uh, that short sleeve jersey shit, mm-hmm. bro, I said, fam, they need to. Take those off and burn them immediately. That was the ugliest shit I've ever seen the NBA do. Ever. That was not fly. They were why? Um, they, weren't, they weren't special. Uh, with that being said, the new design is nothing special. I think it's trash. It's corny. Super trash. Because they look like the old school jerseys just with sponsors on them. And endorsements, whatever. Who cares? Um, there's not much I could say about that. Other than, okay. What did you do that was so fly? Like, what? Like, <laughs> See? I'm like, what the fuck? It was really a big hype for no reason. They really just... Like, yeah, I do up. remember... No, they did hype it up. He said... Are you ready for the new designs of the NBA? NBA's doing something or, you know, some sneak peek shit. And a bunch of people had, like, their own, like, little ideas of, like, what they should look like. Fam. And when they actually just let them all, I was like, wow. That was really anticlimactic. That was the most anticlimactic off-season change you can make for a sports league. Dear NBA, your story that you had in the course of the summer with LeBron James versus Kyrie Irving... Might have been the most exciting thing of the entire NBA season, period. Your little secret that you held back with your jerseys, trash. Nobody cares. You failed failed with that one. I'd, you know what, I'm not going to say that. Pause. Because of this, I'm more excited for the NFL season. I'm not excited for the NFL season either. Um, I'll keep up with the fucking score. Um... I'm not going to really watch any games. And for you people that are, oh, I'm going to boycott by not watching. That's not how you That's not how you boycott. If you want to properly boycott from watching the NFL, this is what you do. Stop putting your money into these sponsors. The Super Bowl commercials that you see every year during halftime, whatever. Well, not even during halftime. Uh, during the commercials, of course, obviously. Duh. Um, stop throwing your money at them. Budweiser, Doritos, um, what other companies? In for NFL, B- yeah, Bud Light, yeah, um, Slick Corona, Corona. Stop throwing your money at these corporations. That's how they're making their money. That's how they really. So if you really want to boycott the NFL, stop buying nonsensical bullshit that sponsors the NFL. That's all. You're turning your TV off. Which, yes, there's a little theory out there where people are, um, you know, there's a speculation where they have counts on what percentage is watching. Like, the percentage of African Americans watching a program versus the percentage of 
how many Asians are watching this program and yeah. whites and you know. But that doesn't really do much. That's just a percentage of how many you know people are watching a certain program. Bring back the XFL, man. Oh yeah, XFL. Bring back the, the XFL. Um, is that the the lingerie league? The, no, that's not. A, yeah, there was two. Uh, yeah, that, the, yeah, that the was X, the original name. The XFL, and then you know, they really do need to bring back, bring back the uh, the lingerie football league. Yeah, please. Low key, truth then, be told, the women be going harder than the dudes, man. I'm surprised. They be and tracking each other, and the, the women don't wear no pad neither. They really just have a, actual just specific shoulder pads and some knee pads. That's it. I love y'all. They I want to buy y'all some cereal. I want to buy some socks. Socks and actually, no, I want to buy some stocks and bonds. What? <laughs> I want to buy them some stocks and bonds. Oh man, they need to bring back the lingerie football league, low key. That was amazing to watch. That, what? Was, that was a good little time. For what is it? MTV Two did that. MTV Two. MTV Two. That's when they were hot. Y'all some bitches. MTV Two, you see, popping. Your programming is trash. If it wasn't for ridiculousness, y'all would be dead. MTV, Tridash. You know what? Speaking of MTV, man, we was in a hotel, right? Mm-hmm. What were we? Yeah, bruh. During the evacuation, we were in a hotel in Greenville. I want to watch some exciting shit. I don't want to watch a damn marathon of Teen Mom and Teen Mom 2. Oh, my God. I didn't even know there was a new season of Teen Mom 2. That drove me nuts. And then the what's that girl's name? Janelle, the white chick, that the one that was always going hard on her mom. Yeah, Janelle. J- yeah. Right. Mom, you being a bitch. I want to see my baby Jace, man. And in my opinion, MTV shouldn't get they shouldn't get away with doing How? a show like Teen Mom too, Fair. or just Teen Mom in general. Are they doing Teen Mom still? They they're making different forms of it. They're trying Fam. to they're trying to keep the overall Dog, theme of it. There was a reunion. There was a clip that leaked online of the team mom, the original team moms, and that real chubby, the chick that used to be chubby. Mm-hmm. She was about to get in. And now the other girl her name is Farrah. Bro, I don't know what happened, but she came from backstage and they was about to fight. They had security on stage. They was about to brawl. They was about to scrap, bro. I said, damn. But I didn't even know what was going on. I didn't even know it was like a brand new season. And I could tell it was recent. But, um, yeah. And then, what's some other shit that came on right there? Some new show that came on. Oh, uh, Siesta Key. Siesta Key looked like some knockoff, dry-ass, the hills and Laguna Beach type shit. But I was trolling the whole time in the room trying to get you to watch it. I was like, dog, we got about like 40-something minutes till Siesta Key come on. And a part of me thought you were serious. I was getting mad as hell. <laughs> I was like, bro, do you actually, are you actually trying to watch it? Troll God. Uh, you had it. I was just like. Troll God. I was like, I really hope he seriously just not keep the TV on. That's why I like being a troll. Niggas be like, what? <laughs> I, was, I was really getting heated. I was like, bro, I'm not. Motherfuckers be like, huh? What did he just say? What kind of take was that? Most of the takes, when I say it, are serious. But that right there, I would drive it to a point. Like, some shit like that. Like, some Laguna Beach-inspired shit. And I'd be super hyped about it. I'm like, dog, I cannot wait for this shit to come on, man. I can't wait to tune in. And niggas be like, is this nigga serious? The fuck is wrong with him? 
But yeah, man. Um, you know, I low key like that time we were in a hotel, despite that bullshit. It was nice to just chill. It was nice to just chill. That's why it let me know next time if I decide to take a trip and drive over that way. I'll make sure I have enough money saved up. I'm staying in a hotel. I might stay in that micro. Well, no, I don't want to stay in the last one we stayed in. That was kind of whack. No, it was cool, but they said you needed to give them a hundred dollar deposit or some shit. Yeah, we had to have a hundred dollar deposit. Um, I'll stay. I'll, I'll probably stay at the Hampton Inn or that Fairfield Marriott. But I'm paying only cash. Cash only. Don't yeah, do cash. Yeah, cash only. Uh, people out there that are listening to this podcast, um, if any issue if you know comes up, you have to evacuate or. You just decide to take a little road trip. You decide to stop at a hotel because um, talking to Navy Federal, from what I heard, this is pretty common. And then hotels are starting to do this. Um, They double charge the card. They're not going to take the other charge either. What they do is hold off on it just to make sure. And then within three to five days, that money that was on hold will be back on your card. Which is kind of bullshit because I nobody needs to wait three to five days yeah. after a double charge was taken off of their card. The next time y'all do this evacuation or uh, a random road trip, y'all just want to get away and y'all end up staying at a hotel, pay with cash. Um, I believe some of them, will they ask for a card on file, I believe? Mm-hmm. Give them the card on file. Go ahead and give them the card number on file, but pay them in cash. That's all I got to say. Because uh, I damn near got heated. And that to the point where I had to sit in my truck and not move and distract myself to scroll through the phone. Because to the point, I didn't it make mom cry? Yeah, mom That's when I was about to fuck somebody up. <laughs> That's why I sat in that truck for that long. I didn't move. I didn't get out. Even the night before, I didn't get out. Because that's how irritated I got. You just had to chill out. I'm about to fuck somebody up. As calm as I stayed and as silly and goofy as I was, you know, I was acting, I was just like, dude, if I if I look at her and she just looks like she's about to... I said, I'm, I'm fucking somebody up and I'm getting locked up. And I'm going to be thrown in jail. Because they just didn't know what to do. I was just like... No, oh, my God. And that was the thing. Um, See, my mom works for child care services. She's been working for about maybe... 14, 15, maybe 16 years. But now she does like a military family development now. Mm-hmm. So she knows how to operate shit like Microsoft Word, um, Microsoft Office 365, and all that other shit, right? Um, she knows how to, you know, she she can do shit like, you know, resume. She does, she perfects resumes, um, company letterheads and all of this. This hotel did not know how to send or fax over a file with the letterhead to the Navy Federal Corporation. She had to literally show them how to do it herself. All like single-handedly just tried to like teach the whole staff how to She had to teach the staff at the hotel that should already know how to do this how to send over a letterhead the correct way. I said, "Bro, that was fam I could, 
Oh, I can't even. Is it, I can't even. Remember how? How? That blew my damn mind, bro. Um, I say that to say this. Well, I say all of that to say this. The next time y'all evacuate, take a random road trip. Use cash to stay at a hotel. You can still give them the car number on file. But don't swipe your card to pay for the hotel rooms. Pay for the hotel room in cash. And then, and then binges. Fuck all of that. Um. But anyway, that about wraps it up for me this week. Yeah, I think that about does it over here. Episode 11 of the Social Introvert Podcast. Um, if you want to follow me, real quick, real quick before I get into that. Uh, shout out to government name, Cole Jackson, Shogun. Shout out to Candace Denae and Troublemaker, and Black Mary Fly. Uh, we're going to start playing R&B music. Um, we're, well, we were strictly a just nothing but hip hop mainstream and underground radio station, but we're going to start playing a little bit of R&B. So I'm, I'm kind of glad that's why I've been playing so much R&B on this podcast. Uh, well, yeah, for this episode. So, um, that you're going to start hearing more R&B. I can't wait because I really like the new wave of R&B artists. So, um, shout out to... What was that? Daniel Caesar. Oh, and that Daniel Caesar album is great. What's that song? Best part with featuring her? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I love her. Shout out to Gabby Wilson. Because <laughs> I know who she really is without the silhouette. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, shout out to both of those podcasts. Um, but yeah, uh, if you want to follow me on social media, once again, I am at Isid Davis on Instagram and Twitter. I S I D. D-A-V-I-S. If you want to send emails regarding or pertaining to anything, any topic, whatever, pop culture, it could be cartoons, video games, anything, man. Uh the social introvert podcast at gmail.com. Again, the social introvert podcast at gmail.com. Where can they follow you? And you can follow me on Instagram at shutup.james. <laughs> follow my music page at good.listens and uh check me out on Twitter. Be quiet, underscore James. Yep. Um, so that'll all of that will be in the description. And um, earlier in the episode where I talked about the sob story uh, music video vibe with the, the Trump billboard with the Nazi signs, that is a real billboard. That will be in the link of the description for this episode. If y'all think I'm playing, <laughs> this country is going to hell in a handbasket. I'm scared. This, this kind of well, I'm not scared because it's, it's not surprising anymore. But um, that about wraps it up for us, man. Uh, thank you for listening to episode 11 of Social Introvert Podcast. Peace.
Less, I've been working more. If they talking bread, give me the Jordan fours. But of course, some say nonetheless, I'm not impressed, not in the least yet. And I just place my socks right in my shoes, go get my feet wet. I swear these girls is freaks, that's just something that I come to know. And plus, she got receipts from them titties, came some months ago. And she gon' let me see, we've been texting, we've been coming close. Them condom rapper sheets, that's still making me feel comfortable. And I ain't Got no type when them yellow bones be choosing me. I swear this girl so light skinned, her yellow thong confusing me. That usually mean I'm winning, I'm chilling, not bothered by they offers. I just love these women that's willing to disappoint they fathers. Man, you say you got some fire, but light it up. You swear you got some fire, but you ain't high And if you really wanna try your love, try your love, you swear you got some fire, but Fire, you ain't high enough. And if you really want to try your love, try your love, you swear you got some fire, but you ain't high enough. Jack, I'm just moving. BYK Radio.